Our Father, our Creator, and our Redeemer, we thank you for this morning, for giving us back the gift of life. Dear Lord, we pray that as we hear your words, we shall learn to be your humble servants. We shall be instruments in your hands today to reflect your glory. Father, teach us your will and enable us to walk therein in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our High Calling, September 27. Be careful what you read. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. Age after age, the curiosity of men has led them to seek for the tree of knowledge. And often, they think they are plucking fruit most essential, when, like Solomon in his research, they find it altogether vanity and nothingness in comparison with the science of true holiness. Books from the pens of infidels should have no place in the libraries of those who would serve God. They will make better kindling material for your stove than food for the mind. Infidel books have been a cause of ruin to many souls. Men have studied these books of Satan's inspiration and they have become confused in regard to what was truth. Satan stands at the side of him who opens an infidel book and he will educate the mind that peruses such literature and so bewitch the soul that it will be almost impossible to break the infatuation. Let no believer flatter himself that his mountain standeth sure and that he will never be moved away from his position of faith. We are surrounded by unbelief. The very atmosphere seems charged with it and only by constant effort can we resist its power. Those who value their soul's salvation should shun infidel writings as they would shun the leprosy. To the youth, I would say, be careful what you read, so long as the mind is directed in wrong channels by improper course of reading. It is impossible for you to make the truth of God the constant subject of meditation. If there was ever a time when a knowledge of the scriptures was more important than any other, that time is the present. I appeal to old and young. Make the Bible your textbook. Here you will find the true standard of character. Do not devote the precious talent of sight to reading that which will not benefit you. The powers of mind and soul and body are to be sanctified to the Lord Jesus who has bought you with his blood. Amen. Today's reading is similar to that of yesterday except that it is 
more specific yesterday we saw that we are not to give our eyes or ears or voice to anything at all that is not beneficial entertainment things that do not promote godliness and today now they are just the devotion is singling out one of those things which is infidel books yesterday it was a general thing mostly it was it was telling us that our eyes should not be used to look at anything at all or dwell on anything our minds our ears or voice to dwell on anything that does not lead us to Christ that is of no benefit to us now today we are specifically told that not our eyes should not be given to watching or reading infidel books or watching infidel documentaries or movies or our mind generally contemplating anything like that and the reason is this in the middle of the first paragraph it says satan stands at the side of him who opens an infidel book and who puts on an infidel program or movie or documentary uh, by the way infidel means a book or documentary that or even song that is written for the purpose of promoting the idea that god does not exist or there is no god or just promoting unbelief in the things written in the scriptures that is it an infidel book movie it what they do in those things is to promote the idea giving giving another idea different from the bible as to what things really are as to our origin for example or as to even yeah morality exactly or even the stories in the bible but twisting it i remember one movie that was acted some few years ago was it 2014 or 15 noah noah the movie noah was acted and the person who even acted it was i think perhaps the most famous male actor one of them all these top men can't remember his name now as an englishman russell crowe i remember that and in that movie they twisted the whole story of noah made methuselah to be a mad person that one too was acted by another top man these were the top people of the world acting these movies kind that one is <laughs> russell crowe joining hands with this other englishman i can't remember his name now being acting as methuselah acting as noah but the story was twisted they were made to believe that noah was not a righteous man Methuselah also was one crazy human being who died in the flood. In fact, Lamech, the child of Cain, was saved from the flood. He also entered the ark. Ham, the child of uh, of uh, Noah, did not have a wife and was angry with Noah and almost even killed him or something, ran away from him after the flood with Lamech. Twisted the whole story made it look like angels came down so-called watchers and were fighting against worldly people i think the whole thing was just twisted those are infidel movies even some of the movies that people act about jesus are also infidel because they they twist the story of jesus but deeper infidel books and movies are the ones that promote scientology promote atheism promote other other different ideas as to what god has said just to throw doubt into your mind as to what the truth is that's what they do there was this documentary 
that a friend of mine watched and you need to even know fickle minds so minds are not stable any small thing can just twist them away satan like he says there satan actually is there when people are watching these things and reading it and that's why she ends by saying let me just read to the end satan stands at the side of him who opens an infidel book and he will educate the mind that peruses such literature and so bewitch the soul that it will be almost impossible to break the infatuation now she warns let no believer flatter himself that his mountain standeth sure and that he will never be moved away from his position of faith no believer should dare that that is say i'm strong my mountain is sure I believe in God so much that I can watch these things or read these books and nothing will happen to me. That is the warning. It is the same warning that Paul gives that when he says, Let him that thinks he standeth take heed lest he fall. It's the same warning he gave when he said, Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. When do you take this evil communication of infidel authors and movies, Satan is stronger than you. He is right there to educate your mind to believe those things there are some that come up with other theories today about jesus uh, being a false story altogether there was nothing like that that is just a concoction i know a friend of mine who watched something like that and the moment he watched it he became confused this is is a christian seventh-day adventist he has been born into the church but just one movie he watched got him confused and he started asking questions did jesus really exist are we sure this thing is true? How sure are we that our prophecies are true? Just one movie he watched. He started doubting everything he has believed. Where they were telling him that Jesus is like the sun. They just That December 25 is the same thing as the winter solstice. All kinds of things. And this guy became confused. So the warning to us is do not, do not even have discussions with people on this in this direction because at the end of the day too if not reading we can also have discussions with people who are infidels and when you see these people who do not believe in god all these philosophers and they throw questions to you and you are not you like it says your mountain does not even stand sure and even if it stands don't even do that they will throw thoughts and questions into your mind especially when you went to meet them not that he just came to meet you you think you are strong and you go to meet them and you have these discussions or watch these movies it will throw you off balance so god is warning us today to avoid such things may god give us grace to do that in jesus name the first paragraph of this devotion says that age sorry the second paragraph age after age the curiosity of men has led them to seek for the tree of the knowledge tree of knowledge and often they think they are plucking fruit most essential when like solomon in his research they find it altogether vanity and nothingness in comparison with the science of true knowledge we'll take a look at what um, solomon found out in the book of ecclesiastes 2 he said verse 1 i said in my heart go to now i will prove thee with mirth therefore enjoy pleasure and behold this also is vanity continuing verse 2 i said of laughter madness and of men what does it accomplish 
I'm reading the Bible in basic English. Sorry, the New, New King James Version. I searched in my heart how to gratify my flesh with wine, while guiding my heart with wisdom, and how to lay hold on folly till I might see what was good for the sons of men to do under heaven all the days of their lives. I made me my works great, I built myself houses, and planted myself vineyards, I made myself gardens and orchards, and I planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made myself water pools from which to water the growing trees of the groove. I acquired male and female servants, and had servants born in my house. Yes, I had greater possessions of herd and flocks than all who were in Jerusalem before me. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the special trees, treasures of kings and of the provinces. I acquired male and female singers, the delights of the sons of men, and musical instruments of all kinds. So I became great and excelled more than all who were before me in Jerusalem. All my wisdom remained within me. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my reward from all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had done, and on the labor in which I had toiled, and indeed all was vanity and grasping for the wind. There was no profit under the sun. Then I returned, I turned myself to consider wisdom and madness and folly. For what can the man do who succeeds the king? Only that he has already done. Then I saw the, that wisdom excel, excels fully as light excels darkness. Then verse 17. Therefore I hated life because the work that was done under the sun was distressing to me. For all is vanity and grasping for the wind. Then I hated all my labor in, in which I had toiled under the sun because I must leave it to the man who will call after me. And who knows whether he will be a wise, he will be wise or a fool. Yet he will rule over my my labor in which I toiled and in which I have shown myself wise under the sun. This also is vanity. Therefore I turned my heart and despaired of all the labor in which I had toiled under the sun. For where for there is a man whose labor is with wisdom, knowledge and skill, yet he must leave his heritage to a man who has not labored for it. This also is vanity and a great evil. In the book of Sam Ecclesiastes chapter 12, we know that, that Solomon concludes, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his word, his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. It is to be wise for us to know that the fear of the Lord is truly the beginning of wisdom. The Bible says that the, that the word of God is profitable for what? for doctrine, for instruction, for rebuke, for correction. The things we look for in infidel authors will not satisfy us. If you want to know about marriage, 
The Bible is the best book. If you want to know about business, the Bible will give you the best principles to guide in business. If you want to know about um, leadership, if you want to know about uh, management, things that would make for good life, the basic principles, the foundation principles will be found in the Bible. I remember reading books like, you want to read the 48 Laws of Power, The Act of Seduction. You want to read books to make you witty and wise. These books are from infidel authors because the principles they express are counter to the principles of the Word of God. You want to read these books maybe to just feel yourself more intelligent. But God is telling us today that our safety lies in going to the Word of God. For wisdom, we should seek the Word of God. The reading says it, it is impossible for you to make the truth of God the constant subject of meditation if we direct our minds to these wrong channels. I appeal to old and young, make the Bible your textbook. Here you will find the true standard of character. So I pray that our lives will not be a waste as we heed to these counsels in Jesus' name. Last, uh, last week I mentioned now, I remember reading the book um, The Art of Seduction and uh, the sentiments that were presented in that book were terrible they were very terrible and my mind could not my mind could not take them in i got angry with the book and i tore some pages of the book discarded the remaining warned everybody not to read that book and i was trying to be careful i wanted to learn how women are <laughs> that was the intention and to learn how women uh, behave so that I will be wise and not to fall into their trap. But instead of me to pick up the Bible to know that I went and I started looking at that book, The law, the Art of Seduction, so that I will know how women uh, try to bring down men so that I will overcome it. Well, imagine them, imagine in that book sentiments like that, that God made a mistake in telling Eve not to eat of that fruit, that he doesn't know the power of women. That women desire this and women desire that. Imagine that. He was making God look foolish. And and I was looking at what am I reading, Self. In fact, I didn't even cover more than ten pages. I threw the book away. I don't know how God has forgiven me for that act. But it's just a reminder that there's we should not even go and taste the apples of Sodom. They will turn to ash upon our lips. Well, I want to remind us also of um what Romans chapter 6 says. Romans 6 tells us that we are to yield ourselves as instruments unto God. The point there is that we have, we are the ones that have the power to give or not to give. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I read from, from verse uh, 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 from verse 19. What say I then? That the idol is anything or that which is offered in sacrifice to idols is anything. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would and I would I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the tables of the table of the de- of devils. Do we provoke the Lord of jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Now we this place is saying that whenever the Gentiles are sacrificing to devils or unbelievers in quote, 
unbelievers when they are sacrificing to idols that thing is just wood and stone it it is powerless it can it can do nothing they are actually sacrificing to devils that there is a demon behind that thing which they are giving homage to by their sacrifices so let us not belittle what they do and think that uh, it is nuisance rather as they are doing that the devil or the demon is standing by the side and is accepting all their praise and their worship now what does it have to do with the devotion if these people as the reading calls them if are infidels unbelievers whatever thing they are doing every action they perform is a homage that they that they do to a particular god if it is on fashion they are doing that to a, the demon of fashion if it is for uh food they are doing that to a demon of food if it is for music they are doing that to satan himself who was a choir master of heaven before he fell every act that we do is an act of worship either to god or to the devil how what you may say what do i mean or how is, is, that, is that possible the bible tells us in romans 12:1, i beseech you dear brethren by the mercies of the lord that ye present your bodies as a living sacrifice meaning everything we do as the bible has said that we are to do all to the glory of god anything we do should be an act of worship to god or if it is not an act of worship to god then it has become an act of worship to the devil so when we yield ourselves to uh to obey what god has said then we are presenting ourselves as sacrifices to god living sacrifices to god and it is acceptable to him now that is correct because we are christians that is correct because we have said we have been saved by the uh blood of christ but what if, what about when you now go to do things that god did not command you to do or watch these things you are then presenting your body also as a sacrifice but now not to god you are doing that to the devil because that thing is an idol the tv cannot do anything it's powerless the radio cannot do anything it's powerless the book is also powerless there is something behind that book as the reading tells us that when we open that book the devil is there just like the devil is behind the idol that the people worship the devil is there so when you present your body as a sacrifice to that to that uh, book or to the tv or whatever you're watching you are presenting yourself to the demon to the devil as a sacrifice and the reading is asking us are we stronger than god are we provoking god to jealousy how can we be partaking of the lord's table saying that we are christians and that we are sacrifices unto god we'll go to church we'll sing hymns and then we'll still come back and do the same thing to the devil by presenting ourselves also to the devil that we are provoking the lord to jealousy then are we stronger than he it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of god we are told not to have fellowship with the unfruitful things of darkness rather reprove them reject them may the lord help us not to present ourselves anymore to the things of the devil to give ourselves a sacrifice to the things of the devil because the power to yield is in our hands we are told present yourselves you are to yield yourself nobody will yield you to that to the devil the devil comes only and invites you if you now yield to him then you are now on his side please the power is in your hands it's in my hands i want to yield to god so that i can be a sacrifice to him and i will not provoke him to jealousy and i pray that as i do this then 
uh, I know that I'm going to have my own my my I'm going to be glorifying him I'm going to have the fulfillment of my life I pray that every one of us will also partake in this uh, glory which God has ordained that we should walk in them may God help us in Jesus name Amen okay from the second paragraph it says books from the pens of infidels should have no place in the libraries of those who would serve God they will make better kindling material for your stove than food for the mind. Infidel books have been a cause of ruin to many souls. So he said they will make better material for kindling, better kindling materials. In other words, burn the books. Now let me read Acts chapter 19. He says, And the word of the Lord grew and prevailed in the city of Ephesus. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Acts chapter 19 verse 20. But what happened before it prevailed in 1919? So many of them also which used curious acts brought their books together and burned them before all men. And they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver many books so before darkness prevailed darkness covered the land because they were using infidel books and when light came they had no use for those books they burned them and today most Christians have these books in their library and we're hearing from inspiration that those books have no place there I remember Dan Brown the Vanity Code and all the, the lies in those books people read them and come and challenge a pastor can you imagine challenging the word of God many women are reading motivational books and watching movies to see how they, they could run their families run their homes and they end up hurting themselves trying to use the principles they learn from these things to run a home which is not even practical we've also heard that many mothers they fail to make good mothers because of their love story sentimental books if the word of God cannot motivate us, cannot direct us or instruct us, then we are of all men most miserable. All these movies and all these series and books we are reading cannot run the home. We must go back to God's word and learn the principles patiently, step by step, if we must build a home that its foundation is rooted and grounded in Christ. Amen. Okay, speaking of these materials that my brother just spoke about should be removed or burned, I would say for one reason again, for the adults, it would be good to burn these books if they are CDs, break them and throw them away. If they are magazines, light them up. The reason for this is if you leave them in your room or in your closet or maybe just in the dust uh, dustbin or the trash can, somebody may pick them up and it will be the cause of the failure of another child remember the story of Ted Bundy the one who was a porno, who was a hit into pornography and was eventually electrified because of the sins of his life he was killed he was a serial killer because of the act of pornography that's what pornography led him to when he was testifying 
he said it was a magazine he saw in a trash can, right? Someone left it there. For some of us, we know how terrible this thing is. The scientists say that when you expose the mind of a young person to pornography or some of these violent things, when they are yet unformed, it has a drawing influence. Whereas it will not do this to an adult who is say 27 or 28 for the for the for the females or 28 29 for the males i mean those who never see these things up to that age can resist it but when you expose it to children of premature age they get glued to this thing and that's where some of us get our addiction i i speak with experience when you're exposed to these things before time they have a way of gluing to you because you cannot resist them. You don't have the powers formed. So I say the books, the materials, whatever nature they are, once today you know you have given your life to Christ, burn those books, light them up into ashes. Do not create an opportunity for a child unguided to be to be sent down to hell. Do not create an opportunity for another person who is still struggling with these things. So I, I just want to give that advice to give that advice okay or to even create a room for yourself to return back to where you have been delivered from so that's just all the advice i want to give may god help us to this effect amen in addition to that these books there's something else about them people are talking about demon possession these days People are saying, oh, we are seeing this in our dream. And uh, we are also, I've seen the child or somebody else is talking about how things are happening to them in the night when they are sleeping. Or they have this demon possession experiences in their life. What people don't know is that once you have something, especially books or movies, DVDs, that contain information that are of the devil's nature which is this infidel books magic movies like harry potter and all those legend of the seeker and all those things we just read here now that once you open the book what happens satan comes there there's a man called roger Monu. you can browse him Jamoni, who was involved for a time in the demon worship and every other person who has been involved in these things will tell you once you have their book in your house once you have their DVDs in your house, once you have their music in your house, they are in that house and they have taken possession of that place. And if not for God, who may be based on his own, own, own judgment of the person's case, may feel that he wants to shield the person to an extent, depending on what extent God permits there will be possession in that house to one extent or the other. It can lead to a possession where people lose their minds, where things are floating in the house, where demon mani demonic manifestations are happening in that place. Or it can be just the demonic manifestation of leading that person into a bad habit. Any of the two, all are terrible. I mean, addictions are demonic. I mean, when you talk of pornography addiction, these are demon demonic things because people do not have control over them themselves again and even if you've been there you see that there's another power controlling you that you cannot resist there's another power controlling you that you whenever the the, the the urge comes you cannot just say no and you see that you have lost control over yourself someone else is controlling you when people want to get victory over these things or even all the spiritual manifestations these books need to be thrown away you cannot say you have given yourself to god and still have them in your in your house Every one of them should be taken and burnt. That's the reason why they burnt them. 
And if you want to, if you doubt it, then you should read the story of King Saul. When King Saul was, the Bible says, an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. What was it that chased the evil spirit away? He called on David. And David came and was playing the harp. And anytime he played the harp, that evil spirit will leave. From there, the Bible is teaching us this same principle. When you bring godly things in your environment, it will chase away the evil spirits. I marvel, and people don't even know. They play these Davido songs, play these worldly songs in their houses, and they don't know what they are doing. Yet, they call themselves Christians, and the homes, the Christian home for per se, right there in the family altar, the television, what is coming out of it? The same demonic influences of movies from all he, the devil's uh, agents, the, the music people, Bonaboy, Beyonce, Eminem and co, all promoting the devil's message, pre- preaching his message from their television, from their altar. And what do you expect will be happening in that home? It is infested with what? Demons. As far as these movies are being played and these infidel authors' books are there and the music is being played, that house has changed to a farm, a worship center for the devil, no longer a worship center for God, as far as those musics are there. So people need to be careful. Believe me what I'm saying here, this is truth. Demons are in people's homes and in their lives because they invited them with music, with books and movies of the devil himself. So let us be warned in that area. May God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. In Revelation chapter 9, after the sixth trumpet, which has ended since 1840, that is a study on prophecy. You can study that on your own. After the sixth pro- uh, trumpet, the revelator, John the Revelator, concludes with these words at the end that the people that lived at that time, verse 20 and verse 21, and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of their of the work of their hands that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood which neither can see nor hear nor walk neither repented they of their murders nor of their sorceries nor of their fornication nor of their thefts since 1840 down to this time we are told that the rest of men are still worshiping devils as our brother has as interpreted to us now how that worship is being conducted in the homes and idols of gold and silver the previous readings we have had about jewelries about ornament about the dress and brass and stone and of wood stone now will include both your the way your tv your music your radios and the materials that are being made of and wood your books are wood made from wood and many other things which neither can see nor hear nor walk like i had mentioned before these things are just idols they are just the medium through which the devil uses to uh, manifest himself to the individual uh, just like he uses the the court idols of those times so but revelation chapter 9 is saying that the people the people living in these times they are still infested with all this idolatry and they are not repenting of it but God is telling us this morning in the same First Corinthians 10 I was reading before, verse, verse um, 14 says, Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. We are to flee from it. 
because it will destroy our souls. It is for this thing's sake, if you read the Colossians 3, it is for this thing's sake that the wrath of God is coming upon the children of disobedience. Don't tempt God. Don't provoke God to jealousy. Let us flee from idolatry. All these idols ought to be removed from our homes. All these little, little idols through which the devil controls our lives, lest we'll be found worshipping him. I want to share a promise of what God has said concerning anyone who sees and who has understood that the, that the devil is having a part in his life and doesn't want that. It says, they have, verse 13, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But we with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. You see, that uh, movie in the house there, or that song, or whatever you are, you are looking at, or the book you are reading, God has made a way of escape. Then, if he has made a way of escape, find that way. Get on your knees and pray. Ask God for power. Plead for this promise that he has, if he has made a way of escape, let him show you how. Our brothers have also mentioned how, in some respects, take those books and burn them. But then the desire can still be there inside. Then you ask the Lord to take away the desire from you. And as much as possible, keep those things from you. Proverbs chapter 4 tells us that go not into the paths of wicked men. Go not into their ways. Turn from it. Pass not by it. If there is a place where you go to watch those matches, those uh, those uh, cartoons or whatever, don't go to that house again. For the moment, cut your association uh, with that, maybe that particular hour you go there. Don't go there anymore. Don't think that you are strong because we are told, let him that think that he stand there, take heed lest he fall. Don't think you can control yourself. The devil is stronger than you. I want to leave us with this uh, promise and remind us that God has said that we should have no communication with with uh, those who their inclination are towards these things. If you have friends that remind you of all these movies, what they only talk about is all these movies, please, for now, cut off that friendship. It says if your right hand causes you to offend, cut it off. If your right eye causes you to offend, pluck it out. Don't say, he's my friend, he's my friend, what am I going to do? If that your friend continues to only, only talk about movies when you know that thing affects you, and when you tell the person, look at this thing, is not, let's not be talking about this, and that's only what he or she wants to talk about, cut off that friendship. And God will help us so that every one of us may be able to prepare for the last sins that are coming upon this world, and we'll have no spot whereby the devil will come and say, I have this thing in you when he comes around you. Amen. I recommend that we read the book A Trip into the Supernatural by Roger Monu. Monu is spelled M O R N E A U. May God help us as we do all this in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Our loving Father in heaven, we thank you for the message that you've given to us this morning. Thank you, Lord, for exposing the works of darkness. I pray, Father, that you give us and anyone who is listening the power and grace to cut off from the affiliations that we have had with the devil. Give us the grace to delete the movies and music and burn the books and the DVDs that we may have our houses and our minds prepared for the Holy Spirit to dwell. For some of us who do not have relish for godly things, Lord, I pray that you will transform our minds, 
so that we can have relish for the word of God, for godly music, and for godly books. I pray, Father, for us that every one of us, and those who listen to that, everyone shall be understanding in this issue that we are talking about, that people shall have the right idea of what these things mean. Please, I pray, Lord, that by your grace, every one of us too shall be light to others to explain these things in a better way so that people can come out of darkness into your marvelous light. Thank you, Father, for I know you've heard our prayers. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Amen.